Yeah. So wait, the point of this, um, where the idea came from, which I think we talked about, was that kind of like the point that you were just saying, like, oh, I hate hearing my accent on recording. So it's just interesting from a person listening who hasn't done this, right, to hear like little experiences, like little stories, what your expectations were. So I wrote down a bunch of questions. And I think it'd be cool to start by just like everyone introducing themselves, like saying where you're from and like describing what your hometown or childhood was like. You don't need to like go into crazy detail because there's three of you, so it would take so long. Although I do want to hear all the stories, so I'm going to be hard to like cut you off. Okay, so just to quickly go over the questions I had emailed you, what I'm going to do first is like go around and whoever wants to start is fine. It was in the calendar. I found it. It was in the calendar. I'll tell you what they are. Oh, yeah. Like, I'll just go through them quickly. So, being an au pair, which obviously isn't you, Anna, but um, these two, immigrating, transition, like, any, like, little funny things you remember, thoughts on cultural differences you notice right away, or things you still notice, um, differences in, like, raising children, ideology, all that I think is so interesting, and people think are interesting, because they're like, oh, I never thought about it. I wrote Let's Not Get Political, because I feel like I want it to be more about your stories, and not, like, how the culture is now, mm-hmm. and how that might have changed, but we could touch on that if we want to. we can to. have a conversation, right? Exactly. Chime in. And do, chime know, in. Like, nee, nope. nee, 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 nee. No, no, no. Chime in. Um, just... Don't talk over each other because obviously that won't work because I can't hear you. What? <laughs> um, and then culture shock. So these are themes. Like you don't have to. It's just, just like I wanted to frame. Um, and then culture exchange, why you think that is important in general. You can tie that into like why you're here. So we'll, we'll go through these. And then favorite part about living in the U.S. Least favorite. We've talked. I've like asked you some of this. Like what do you notice? What don't What don't you miss about home? What do you miss? And then that's all. Um, yeah, open up. Everything what happens here stays here. <laughs> yeah. Except for everyone who listens, so <laughs> that's what I think is so good about this is you're all from different places in Europe, so you'll have similar but different, uh, obviously upbringings, but then culture and then experience. And you weren't an au pair, but so we'll actually can we start with you guys? Yeah. Or should we start with Anna? No, 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 no. I think she's the most nervous. So I don't want to start with most nervous. Oh. We'll do little like describe your I know you don't want to generalize at all but like describe like how you describe Poland to somebody who's never been like culturally or socially or whatever words phrases my role is to like keep it going so I'm gonna try I've never done multiple people at the same time so it'd be interesting (gasps) for me I know be fearless be fearless (laughs) you can't see this okay so I'm gonna start it I'm gonna say that we're here and I'm here with like three coworkers, and I'll be like and Uh, maybe friends yeah, three friends yeah. from different countries. Yeah, and then I'll just be like, "Let's start with you," and then just yeah, answer and we'll go from there. All right, are you nervous? Deep no. breath. No. All right, so wait, just silence for one second. Welcome to Not Another Wellness Podcast with Natalie Dollinger. I'm here recording live from Gastonia, North Carolina. I'm on day three of a multi-day cross-country road trip with a packed car and not a lot of plans, which is really fun and exciting, but I'm taking a break today and I wanted to upload this episode for you and it's different than what I've previously done because I haven't really edited it, like kind of just posted it the way it was and I even included a little bit of the behind the scenes introduction when I'm just kind of prepping the girls for the um, experience of being interviewed by me which you just heard and I thought that was really fun and authentic and that's exactly what it's like to set the stage for for people that you're going to speak with about their life and um, so I thought that was cool I hope you liked it too I took this interview as an opportunity to ask some questions about what it's like to move abroad at a young age for various different reasons and what were some of the experiences they had as a result of that. Did they face any challenges being a foreigner? What did they notice? What did they have? um, What did they expect before they got here? A lot of them talked about the different TV shows they watched and how movies and media, a lot of that is influenced by the U.S. So they had these ideas of what America would be like, and then they got here, and some of those things were spot on, and then some of them weren't as true as they thought. It's the kind of questions I always wanted to ask these girls at work, but in a work setting, it's kind of hard to just sit down with somebody and pick their brain about their life. Um, 
and in general, it's hard to do that. So I was really thrilled that they were open to, to meeting with me after work one day and uh, being interviewed. It's especially interesting to hear the differences in cultures, like that American cars are massive and we're so, so reliant on our own vehicles and we don't have a lot of public transportation unless you're in the cities. Another example was the food portions that we have are so large, especially at dinner time, which is typically, according to them, and in Europe, a meal that is quite small when lunch would be like the really big meal of the day. But in in the U.S., I feel like we have a huge meal at like seven or eight o'clock at night and then we go to bed and um, we kind of talk a lot about that kind of stuff. Another one that I thought was really interesting was when they were talking about how they find it so rude that Americans enter your home or their home with their shoes on. Like they find that to be disgusting and so dirty and... I've actually talked to a few Canadians who said the same thing. We always take our shoes off. I don't know why Americans leave their shoes on and then go walk around the house and run up the stairs after stepping all over the city or like in the grass or, you know, just carrying all that dirt into the home. And it makes a lot of sense. And I mean, in my house, sorry, mom and dad, but like we keep our shoes on for the most part. And I never really thought about it being it's just the way you're raised, right? So I thought that was funny. And just on and on and on. I thought it was really cool. Um, a little bit different than the typical interview that I do, but I just more really wanted to take this opportunity before I moved to Colorado to speak with the girls and kind of pick their brains about their experience. Um, thank you very much to Anna, Vera, and Patricia for being my interviewees and I can't wait for you guys to hear this one so enjoy all right guys welcome to not another wellness podcast this is Natalie Dellinger and this is probably the most fun episode I've ever recorded I'm sitting here with three of my friends who I happen to work with who are from all over the world And we're going to kind of dive into their experience coming to this country. They all have similar but different stories, come from different countries. And I don't even want to talk anymore because I want them to introduce themselves. Patricia, why don't you go first? Um, Tell us your name, how old you are, where you're from. My English is not so good. (laughs) (laughs) No, my name is Patricia, but besides Anna, well, Vera is pretty good at pronouncing that as well. Uh, my age is none of your business. <laughs> I <laughs> I don't look my age, so I just go with what people think I am, uh, in case some people listening and don't know my real name. So I am 33 years old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the median age here. Absolutely. Um, I came from Poland about oh, almost 21 years ago. The math is adding up exactly. Interesting. Uh, I came as an au pair. And where, um, where is your hometown in Poland? It's pronounced Wągrowiec. It's near the big town uh, or city called Poznań. It's in Great Poland. Um, we are known for potatoes, so I am a potato princess. Uh, um, I came as an au pair when I was 18, going on uh, 19, right after high school. My experience was not great So, at the beginning. What did your parents think, first of all, about you deciding to leave home? At 18. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I was actually legally running away from my home so they, with their permission. Okay. So they knew they, about it. Oh, of course they knew about it. I mean, they had to pay some of the money. Right. Uh, when I finished high school, I got into a, my dad is a cop. I got in a detective school. Um, and then um, it was supposed to start in October. And my dad gave me ultimatum. You don't go to the United States or go to school. If you go into the United States, you have to withdraw from the school. So I did. Hmm. Um, About three weeks later, I got a call for the first family. Um, My dad was putting me on a deadline. He is going to laugh. But this is, again, a long time ago. Um, (laughs) He said, if I don't go to the United States, since I quit the school, he's going to find me a job in an onion factory. (laughs) Literally, there's a factory when they, like, peel the onions for the for the stores yeah. or to prepare different vegetables and that was my like your plan your option to yeah for that year so I can reapply for another school or whatever so thank god after he told me he they literally was they were going to some party 
and I got a call that I have first family call. What were your expectations for what it would be like to be an au pair? <sighs> well, I don't like children, so... Uh, well, I like them, but I like to give them away. Um, I don't have any children. I don't plan to have any children. So all my application, which back then was kind of like a booklet, was staged pictures. I've never looked at any children. But to mine, it was a kind of like get out. Just an excuse to basically. Yes. And yeah. I figured I can handle it. Right. And, of course, I couldn't because I had six-year-old triplet devils. Triplets. Your first family? Mm -hmm. Where was your first family? Scarsdale, New York. Okay. So, uh, and I got, but the family was all jacked up. So, they, uh, I got rematched with the second family. I got rematched with the third family. Ended up with the fourth family. But all the rematches were not my fault. Right. Um, so, rematches, just for people that don't know, it's like if you come onto this program, you sign a contract with the one family, you kind of choose each other, you know, whatever you want to call it. But if it doesn't work out for whatever reason, you go into a pool of au pairs that are also not being successful or the family wasn't successful for them. And then they find a new family. Mm -hmm. So that happened to you three, four, times. four families total in your first in year. In the first six months. Yeah. So, Whoa. <laughs> but I met great people who stood up for me. I was rescued from two homes. So that was awesome at 18. Wow. But the last family was great. Um, it lasted six months and then my life happened. But um, so that's about my little story of coming to U.S. So what was your first reaction when you, if you could think back to like arriving into the oh, U.S.? I know. I'm what, what did you, what was that? I, like? I remember to this day. December 1st, 1997, when I got out of JFK and I saw the line, the skyline of New York City, and it felt home. Like, I felt that I belonged. So, oh and since, you know, my life put me in Arkansas for a while, well, 17 years, but I always wanted to come back here and I kind of make it, made it. To New York area. The city, yeah, I, yeah. The city, the energy, I love the energy, I love the opportunities. I wish I could afford to live there so I could, you know, vibe with the city, but I'm close enough that I can go anytime I want, and I've been taking advantage of that since I moved back. Um, so yeah, wow. I have remembered that feeling every time I see the skyline, it just kind of breaks me, brings me back. So that was a great feeling. That's a really great place. We're gonna just pause you there because the next yeah, question absolutely. I want all of you guys to chime in on. So the next person sitting at the table. <laughs> It was Vera. Hi, Vera. Hello. So tell us um, anything you want to include about your name and age and hometown. Where are you from? Okay, I'm Vera. I'm from Germany. I am actually 33 years old. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm from a very small town in Germany. Um, like they only have 12,000 people who live there. So I grew up very sheltered and, you know, you know, like, in an area where not a lot of stuff is going on, you know, very boring, very quiet, know, quiet, very quiet. You know, it was a big thing to move into the big city to study for, you know, one year. And, um, yeah, so very safe, very, you know, you can walk on the street in the middle of the night and nobody cares. <laughs> what was the closest city to your little town well, in Germany? The one you would probably know is Frankfurt, but mm -hmm. that's still three hours away. Okay. <laughs> so, it's literally in the woods where I live. Um, like, the wood is in my backyard. Such a quaint place. Yes. Oh. And there's a, there's a ski world come every year, so you have that. In your village? Sports. Yeah, yeah. What's the name of your village? Oberhof. Well, my, my village is different, but oh, okay. next to it. And yeah, they do ski jumping and stuff like oh, that. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, a lot of snow. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I came in as, as an au pair to, um, I was 22, so I was a little older than you. And um, I didn't come earlier because I didn't get my driving license before, uh, which is very hard to get in Germany, very mm -hmm. expensive. I've yeah. heard, yeah. <laughs> my grandparents paid for me for my 18th birthday. That was my gift from them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's very expensive. And um, I was studying before, but I didn't really like the subject, so I decided to become an au pair. And I always wanted to, like, since I was, like, You did? Yeah, yeah. So what was the... What, first of all, how did your parents react? And what... Was that common for people to do? Yeah, I mean, being an au pair is really very famous in Germany. A lot of people do it. Um, I had planned to do it at 18, but I didn't get my license yet. <laughs> so I was studying. Um, so my parents kind of knew, but 
But then I kept it kind of a secret until I actually was accepted into the program. And um, but I already lived away because it was at university, so they were they were fine with it. They were fine with it. Yeah, yeah. at twenty two, it's a big old. difference, I think, yeah. to eighteen. Yeah. So and I didn't live at home anymore. I just had to move my stuff back home. Yeah. <laughs> so they were fine with it. So what were your expectations for what it would be like before um, you left? You know, it's so funny because everybody in Europe, you're like flooded with American media. You know, you think you know exactly what America is going to be like. Mm-hmm. Like you that see is. it on TV all the time. Like it's in the news all the time. <clears throat> so you kind of have an idea about it. And a lot of it was true. Like a lot of it, like, you know. They have the highway with, uh, you know, Kentucky Fried Chicken on the side. Yeah. <laughs> abundance of everything. Yeah, yeah. abundance yeah. of stuff. But just, like, the home life was very different. Like, I didn't realize how sheltered kids were, you know? I mean, I just, I know I just said I'm sheltered, but with that I mean because it was safe. Like, I could walk to school since I was six years old, you know? Mm-hmm. And here, sheltered means you drive your kids until they're 16, you know? So, so true. it was just different. And, you know... I don't know. It was just um, Do you it was have kind a, of what I expected, though. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have um, a, a memory or feeling like Patricia had when you kind of landed on the plane, like, I'm here? Yeah, you remember that? Thing. Well, not that, but I landed in Newark, so it was a little different. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing we saw was Ikea from the airplane. <laughs> You're like, well, that's, oh, not, that's Yeah, that's not American. That's Swedish. We're back. <laughs> no, but the feeling I got was we did the... We did a New York City tour, mm-hmm. and um, you know they let you out the first time yeah. in Times Square, which was kind of cool. I was like, oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And then, but then we went on uh, the top of the Rock, yeah. And it's so weird because Times Square is like hustle and bustle, and then you go up there and it's quiet, yeah. And it was at night. It was like so calm but so cool. And I was like, oh my god, I want to live here. The same. <laughs> I had the same feeling when we went to the top. We didn't go to the Rock. We went to the Empire State Building. Yeah. Also at night, and it's just mm-hmm. quiet. And then, of course, somebody says, don't drop anything from the top because <laughs> oh you kill God. people. Yeah. Like, oh, it's not <laughs> it is. Um, and you will kill you. Nah. I'm going to write something down because I don't want to forget. But um, <laughs> hold on. I can cut that out. Because, like, sometimes I... Okay, and then where did you come in to be an au pair? What part of the country? So I was an au pair in North Jersey in Bern County. Um, so very close to New York City, actually. Um, we almost went every weekend to the city. So that was really nice. Um, it was very suburban. Like I said, you couldn't walk anywhere. You know, you had to drive everywhere. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, comparing it to you, Patricia, like, it was, my life was, like, much easier. Yeah, <laughs> yeah one, one family. I had one family, one kid. <laughs> you know, back then I thought, oh, God, he's, you know, annoying. But he was actually really well-behaved. And, um, <laughs> you know, he was actually really good. So Yeah. And I had an easy, you know... I had the summer off because he was in camp. <laughs> so my, my role was mostly driving him around and helping him with homework. Yeah. So And nice. you both did a f- one year yeah. yes. of the au pair program. Um, I met somebody, hence why I moved to Arkansas. Right. Yes. That's pretty common. Yeah. I would say. I mean, you're at the age where it's like a lot of people meet somebody, so you just happen to be in a foreign country when it happens, and one that you want to call home anyway. So it seems... Yeah. I bent my husband too. Right? <laughs> Today is actually, actually our 10 year anniversary. Oh, congratulations! Well, yeah. um, from getting married from or dating. from when he picked you up in the bar? Yeah, dating. nice. That's so funny. I had a really good question. I completely forgot. But it was about the au pair thing. I think I'm going to come back to it. It might come back to me. Let's just introduce Anna because she's here. Anna. Yeah. How are you doing today? How do you do? How do you do? I'm um, Where are you from? Uh, I have the same like questions as everyone. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Just My little... name is Anna. As you say, like Anna, not Anna. Anna. <laughs> Throw up. <laughs> we a rolling R. Um, where I'm from? I'm Serbian, <clears throat> half Croatian. That's a bit confusing. Uh, anyways, let's say I'm Serbian. So my <laughs> home, my hometown is Novi Sad. Um, it's second uh, biggest city in Serbia. Um, just as an explanation, Serbia is a small uh, country, Balkan country, a part of uh, previous Yugoslavia, which fell apart um, into a few different countries beginning of the 90s. Uh, that was an unfortunate event. However, um, 
we actually my childhood memories are connected to the small small city that where I was like born on west of the country, but my parents moved us to north. So um, I would say my hometown is definitely Novisad, second biggest city. It's um, near to the capital city, Belgrade. It's one hour away. So it's kind of um, more cultural, I would say. They call it like cultural capital of Serbia. Mm. Uh, it's on the border with Hungary. So we are, we are like kind of very close to Budapest. And uh, we are very close to Croatia and uh, Bosnia and all like previous um, Yugoslavian um, countries. And um, yeah, I'm from there. I'm one of the three kids in my family. I have twin sister and I have an older sister. And um, as we're talking about the first time coming to the United States, uh, I wasn't an au pair. I had no. a little different pathway. Um, I was a flight attendant. I worked for, for almost four years for Emirates Airline. And that was my first opportunity, actually, to come to the United States. And I remember, as well, my first point, like, the United States was uh, JFK. Uh, the first time I got to the United States was in New York. And it was definitely memorable. Like, I remember that I was, like, fascinated by, like, so many people, different cultures, like, uh, everything that was, like, energy on the streets. And, you know, like, watching all these movies, you know, like... And you see, you recognize... Yeah, like, yellow cabs everywhere. You always, like, come... Like, you imagine that to see it to be, like, the same picture as you saw in the movies, you know, like, so many series and everything before. And then uh, whenever I had an opportunity to see different parts of the United States afterwards. Okay, so you did see the U.S. through being a flight attendant, even yes. though that's like a very international yes. airline. Yes, exactly. Yeah, because okay. we, Emirates uh, has like, I don't know, maybe 10 different destinations that they're flying to the United States. So basically I had an opportunity to see like West Coast, East Coast, I've been to Texas, I've been to like different places. Uh, uh, Houston, Dallas, um, LA, uh, Boston, where else did they fly? I mean, like, about, like, 10, des- ten different destinations only in the United States mm-hmm. that fly from, I mean, Emirates flying from there. And then once you stopped working as a flight attendant, where did you... Oh, okay. So, <laughs> as we were talking previous relationships, um, <laughs> just... I met someone. I met someone as well, and that person was living here. Uh, so in order to um, join our forces and be together and not having a long, um, how do you call it, long distance, distance, distance relationship, yeah, then I decided to move to the United States and it was like almost two years, two years ago, so... That's why they call me a newcomer, like, because I'm a here, and I've, like, been here, like, only for two years. Yeah. But it's okay. But you have so much travel and international experience, so yes. I feel like That's you're well-equipped. Uh, oh, otherwise, you know, the first two years that you guys are here, I can imagine, you know, you're still, yeah, like... The second year was in Arkansas, so... Right. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. So, a question for all of you. What was your experience like, if you can remember, at the airport, um... At immigration, because I imagine that to be, especially the New York airports, from my experience, just not that positive. Did you feel any of that, like coming into the country? Not back, not no. back then. Not back then. No. Okay, and, that's good. I mean, I remember going and showing my passport and they're asking who I am, but my but we English didn't immigrate at that point. No, there was no I mean, immigration. We, we went. That's through. true. You went. You went. Yeah, you went yeah. through immigration, but then mm. you. Yeah. You had a visa for a year. Yeah. You yeah. were a different story. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That's true. Yeah. So you were just... Because I've heard stories of people coming in on just like the holiday visa. The visa that you get to mm-hmm. even have a layover in the U.S. And they said like sometimes they're treated... That was I don't know. My... I came before 9-11. So totally different life. You know? I remember there was super busy. I was trying to keep up, follow all the other au pairs and um, putting money together to get a phone card. That was a long time ago that you had to put the phone card in, and we all called. Uh, it was like twenty or thirty dollars we put together, get a phone call. So all of us, because that was before cell phones, could call home and say, mm-hmm. "I landed. I'm okay. Bye." 
click and from you know Czech or another Poland. I'm okay, bye. You know. Wow. So. Yeah. Phone cards were like essential then. Yeah. This was before. Like, and Wi-Fi. they were so expensive to call that the twenty dollars would may have been like five calls for a minute. You know, and three dollars went because it was just like, hey, bye. Okay, I'm alive. Bye. You know. Yeah, that's such a different time. Yeah, yeah I was like, writing. There was no emails. I was writing. I would write letters to my family. My mom would write me letters. My grandpa would write me letters. You wait like three weeks and you're like, oh, that oh, that happened like last month. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's so interesting. I never, yeah, so your experience with that is like you were gone in like little communication. Yeah, you. and then, you know, I would make a call once a month if the host family allowed me. And, of course, then I had to be charged for it. Um, so, you know, that was kind of like... Like once three, a month. Once a month, I'd be like, hey, I'm alive. I'm still doing okay, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Um so, Where I feel like now they're probably it's the, nonstop, nonstop blowing up with my Wi-Fi. WhatsApp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I have so many things I want to say. Um, I wanted to talk about like that experience in New York uh, with the skyscrapers and stuff. Like, what was you don't? I mean, in Europe, I feel like the buildings are they're older and they're smaller, smaller. right? Was that like your first time, like in a yeah city? Like that with all the well, no, like in Germany you have a lot of skyscrapers well, now, in Frankfurt. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah this is also different it's depending the, on right? the country. Yeah, we had that one big uh, in Warsaw, like the tall one. But now when you go in, you know the no, skyline like, changed so much. State building or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But me, I was just like, <gasps> and you all mentioned, <clears throat> which is exactly one of my questions for you guys was, um, what were your glimpses of U.S. culture growing up? And I think it's different for all of you. Yeah. in a way but like what were the things you saw that were true or not true um for me it was i watched a lot of tv shows mm-hmm. basically every show every show i watched was american what, you know? what are some names that you remember beverly hills, hills. dynasty beverly hills. definitely it's not dynasty that's, that's like yeah i like the cosby show the cosby, the cosby show, show yeah like, so the beginning. American, like <laughs> nice, and now you just feel dirty yeah now you can watch it i don't want to read that but still before you knew it was like a nice wholesome show oh yeah like, that was the coolest dad, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, I watched that growing up, although to me, it was just like oh, another... Full House. Full House. I yeah. still want to go and see that San Francisco home. Yes. House, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Beverly Hills, you know, Luke Perry and yeah, all that. Yeah. Baywatch. 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 Yes. Bay- oh, yeah. Baywatch was the... Like, the one with the Urkel. I don't know what it's called. Oh, yeah, with Steve Urkel, Family Matters. Yeah, all yeah. of those. So, I mean, no, watch movies. Was the one, like, we might teenage, Oh, like, and then MTV came in. Yes, and I was Cindy Crawford my, and MTV on Friday. Yes. Yes. And, yeah, Cindy Crawford was, like, was and then the real Pepsi, you know, a commercial. And then the real world started. Oh, my God. Which, yeah. before we had MTV, <laughs> I used to watch it on Viva, which is a German. So, you would try to listen for English and try to understand German and follow it anyway, you know? And you have Viva. Viva. Prozeben. <laughs> yeah, everything. So, Viva were time. the shows in English or sometimes were they dubbed? In- no, all of them were <laughs> dubbed in Polish. They were. But they usually have an undertitle. Yeah, no, they have, like, you can hear in English. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Oh, really? So yes. yours are in Polish, mostly. Uh, some of them were dub, or some, they have a narrator over, so you, oh, in, yeah, that's confusing. When I go home it's now, amazing. like, Germans are dubbed, mm-hmm. but in Polish, you hear English, and, and then okay. it's the Polish guy going over, and when I go back now, my brain gets confused because it's listening for English. The Polish is confusing. You're like, yeah, I'm not watching. Where's my CNN or BBC so I can get my sanity? Where the lips and the words are the same. Yeah. So that was less about, for you two, it sounds like that was less about English exposure. But for you, maybe you were hearing a lot of English. Yeah. Because every every show in Serbia, we had like... like subtitles? Yeah, we had okay. subtitles. But like, you can, like, any show, music, MTV, everything is like in original language. Oh, okay. Even Viva that's why I was like in Deutsch and you know like MTV was in English American movies like at the movies uh, or any foreign movies would have subtitles mm-hmm. yeah okay. so you hear in English yeah. which helped me a lot with English understanding yes. English mm-hmm. because you hear it and then you read it and then um, sometimes when I learn 
English better. I was like, that's not what they're saying. Oh, <laughs> that's know? so funny. Because they have to have a cultural reference. Right. Not everything translates, as you guys know, yeah. like today, the conversation we had, yeah. not everything translates. Yeah. So. What were some of the uh, stereotypes that you would say are pretty typical, accurate for American, whatever? Lifestyle. People. Many credit cards. When I thought... Big cars. Big Ooh, cars. Big yes. cars, yes. And the Big Macs and McDonald's and yes. all that junk food. That, big cars. You know, now it's bad. But so funny because after a while I started working in restaurants and I thought, which I know better now, when somebody had so many cards in their wallet, like they would come to the steakhouse I was working in, they had like, Visa's American Express. I was like, oh my God, they're so rich. They and then money. I was like, oh no, they're poor rich. They're living off the credit, which I learned later what it was. Yes. You know, I thought that meant they are rich because like, oh, $900 dinner. Let's in the movies like that you're describing or in yeah. the shows, it's like, that, you know, yeah. the spoiled Tragic little girl taking the card. <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was rich. No, that was yeah. credit that you have to pay back. Big cars, everyone's like, big cars. Big cars. Yeah, I'm such a problem, like, even nowadays, because I'm looking to buy, like, a small car, and they're laughing at me, was like, you know, you're not going to find it here in the United States. Someone drives, like, I don't know, like, what? a Ford. Ford. Like a Ford a Fiesta. or something like that. Honda you know? Fit. It's so yeah. funny, because I have a mid-size uh, SUV, which for me, it's just a regular. She was like, oh, my God, you just this big car. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like a tank. I was like, what? It's good enough for me. That's so He's funny. Like, I still have that problem because I didn't like use to the size of the cars. I think one thing that's also true is um, that the houses are bigger. Yeah. You know, much bigger than compared to at least German houses. Mm-hmm. Huge. And then, thing. and then there's more difference between people who have money and don't have money. You know, like you notice if somebody doesn't have money. It's like a big difference. There's a big disparity. Whereas in Germany, it's like, okay, well, they still, you know, they're still doing well. Go yeah, by, you know, yeah. they still have their stuff. Yeah, and in America, it's like, okay, you live, you live on food, food stamps, basically, you know? Yeah. yeah there you is. don't have health insurance, you know? Yeah. And well, health insurance. I always thought that's a rumor. I always thought that's not yeah. true. Like, like my family happen. didn't believe at the beginning yeah. or paid vacation. Like, my grandpa couldn't believe that the first time I went back, it took me seven years to go back. And I was working three jobs, and the reason for it was because I was saving money because I was working on wage as a waitress, and then babysitting children at night. <laughs> I'm mostly glad. More children, you know? <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, but it was just cash, cash, cash. Because my grandpa was like, you know, when you're coming, whatever. And I was like, well, I have to work for the bills that are due now while I'm gone, and when I come back, because I worked for cash with. two dollars thirteen an hour, which didn't matter, mm. and no paid vacation, so I had to take unpaid days, you know, and and then, of course, the tickets and then you can go empty-handed, you know, gifts yes. and stuff like that. <clears throat> so there were like a year or, or two that I was saving up and my grandpa couldn't believe, like, what do you mean you don't have vacation? And then the vacation doesn't follow you. So in Poland and most of Europe is you get vacation for the years you were in a workforce. Here, I quit today, I go to another job, might not get vacations. No, you know, maternity or things like, which yeah. is crazy that it's a developed country and we don't have that here right you know so that was that's a big shock mm-hmm. and like you said here where there's a poor person they can't even go to the doctor yeah. you know yeah. it's a different kind of poor you know? different kind of poor definitely and, and i also think this is just my perspective there's a lot of people that pretend to have money yeah. and buy these things that seemingly make them look like they're doing well yeah. like, they, like say, keeping up with the johnson's yes yeah. The car, the but then they have to live in like a home that well, needs they can to be because they have the credit cards. Like right. in Germany, people they have credit cards, but, but it's, it's much it's much harder system. to apply yeah. for a credit card and be approved. And people pay more with like their bank accounts. Yes, like, bank accounts. And that was you another thing. How credits. behind behind the world with cell phones. Yeah. Because Europe, yeah, that's Europe, yeah, where yeah. Ahead. we were behind yeah. it. Um, the cell phones. Okay, checks, so the checks. I mean, the banking is so behind. I think it's because it's so huge that the whole change is taking longer. longer to but make like, it wait, now. we're behind here. Yeah. Okay. Because I actually, in New Zealand, they used to have the cards that you just wave over. And I was like, what's that? And then you're, I guess yeah, all the Europeans were like, yeah. you just touch your card. And I was like, what? No, that listen. seems un- unsafe. Is that okay to do? <laughs> no, listen, when I when I went to France the, well, a few years ago, um, we were at the cafe, right? And they come in and we try to pay with our cards. And the waiter's like, oh, you're Americans? <laughs> we're like, oh, why? He's like, where's the chip? 
And I even called now before. They now they have it, but how many years? Yeah. Before that, I was in Ireland visiting my sister. I was like, let me treat you. So, you know, I was like, let me buy you things. We go to the store. She's like, we don't accept that. That's insane. That happened to me too. They wouldn't take my card. Yeah. Didn't have a chip. So we had to go away. Like, and then the guy, <laughs> the guy, so they come you up. Never think. Right now, it's more common, but they come up to you. You swipe. You put your pin. They never take away your card. Right. You never lose the sight of your card. That's why we have so much credit fraud here because they would swipe all, you yeah, know, call your credit card for your task. So, like, yeah, and the waiter, the waiter, the waiter made a joke. Oh, you Americans, you know, I'm just going to go and steal your card because I can't do it here. I have to go inside, special thing. And I'm like, okay, that, that sounds embarrassing. I was like, I'm not American. But I wasn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then. Uh, would you say people were friendly to you as a foreigner or are they? Are they open to it when you meet them? Or are they kind of... You guys are here longer. That's it. Well, you probably have the freshest yeah, perspective yeah. on that question, I actually. Yes. I had very, like, kind of positive experience. I don't know, just because I'm a part of this company, so people are nice. I don't know. I don't have many references, but people help me a lot. You know, what about like outside? Is it like you go to a told, store and you yes. have an accent. Yes. Do people are people like no. where are you from? Like no. why are you stop? I never good. had that kind of experience. That's Usually, good. even if I ask something, like because obviously even I'm not cop, let her go. <laughs> what's that? Even the policemen were like, "Oh, let me help yeah. you." And police, yeah, police is really nice. I always like felt. I think that's an Anna, Anna thing and not like a cultural thing. But we'll just. Police is really nice. Yeah, they tell you everything. Well, she's blonde, everyone. So just keep that tall, blonde, blonde, and beautiful. So yeah. Anyway, no, no. However, they are cool guys. I always ask them for their. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm not from here, which is obvious after my second word. So I was like, can you help me? I'm in trouble. They were nice enough to show me the way, to explain the things, to be nice and courteous. So would you say you you find the U.S. to be a welcoming place to uh, people from other countries? That's like a loaded question, but yeah, yeah that's a very like different perspective and like deeper question, I would say. But like, if they're friendly, if you're asking me if they're friendly, yeah, and and then you're and just from your like now, from just my yeah. experience, I would say yes, I would say definitely yes, yeah. I think that's Vera, I think it's yeah. also, I mean, like we're all kind of a blonde and you know, female, so right. we all have that thing. Yeah. But I also I crashed my car, and the policeman was like the nicest car, and he's like, Oh, you're like a strong German woman, you know, <laughs> but I never had any, uh, you know, discrimination or anything because I'm from Germany. Like, if from Germany, you sometimes get, like, dumb comments, you're like, oh, you know, you must be, or something. Oh, or that, okay, yeah, or that. But yeah. that's usually not from Americans, that's usually, like, other au pairs, you know. Oh, like, really? Yeah, like, hmm. no, funny I that, didn't really get that from Americans. Funny that you said, well, I get a lot, like, are you Jewish? Because, like, there's a lot of Americans, they think that the because of World War Two, all Polish were Jewish, and I've never met a Jewish person in my life. <laughs> but funny yeah. about the police, my first encounter with police was actually here in Bridgeport, and uh, we, um, myself and another au pair, we popped the tire. The story is funny, I'm not going to go into it, but um, the police actually changed the tire. We were on the way to watch Titanic, they escorted us to the movie that I go now every week or every other week. And uh, when I told older people, they were like, what? They call it tow truck for everybody else. What do you mean? They like put it, you know, two of them change our tires and um, they chatted with us. And it was like in a dark, what I know now is not, but back then in me like dark neighborhood. And we literally popped the tire because the other girl that was driving jumped the curb. So it just popped, right? <laughs> so, and, and, but they helped us and they were chatty and helpful and like, they called trip away and they'll leave you there. I'm like, not for us. But That's so interesting. Yeah, that you all have like, like good police, police stories. In New York City, when I ever like stopped them or asked them for something, they were not nice. But like in Connecticut, they were like, oh. In the city, I, when I asked for help, they would. But um, I have a little different perspective of welcoming to uh, foreigners because I did live in the South. I was so going to ask you about there's that. There's a huge difference between, between the cultures. Um, I don't know if that's kosher to say, 
But uh, down south, I had an easier time because I was white and blonde and European versus how they treat other um, foreigners. Hmm. I did ex- um, experience a um, not great comments um, and, you know, was in situations that were not not great, but it was just, you know, here and there. Not like those, yeah, it just seems like from what you told me, okay, those people that... Rednecks. Yeah, like, a few people that They've just, never been exposed. Right. And, you know, they know, like, two countries, like, are you Russian? You know, that's mm-hmm. the first thing that they ask. And, like, is there another country? Or German. And I was like, no, for a while, I just wanted to wear a card, like, no, I'm not from Russia. My name is not Natasha. Because <laughs> um, that's the only thing they knew. Um, wow. After 9-11, when I was getting my green cards and all the other things... Um, the treatment, the way I was treated at the immigration um, office was totally different. I felt guilty and weird about the way they were talking to me versus other people that might be from the countries that people thought were involved or whatever, that the tension was there. So perhaps it almost, you almost experienced a privilege of yeah. being from Europe. In that moment, yeah, in that moment, I remember... The way the tone of the voice, the way they talk to me, the way like, oh, please, miss, let me this. And then, you know, mm. so that was that was kind of eye-opening, but that was that time. That's interesting. Uh, and, yeah, there's a difference between the South. Um, and one of the reasons I moved is just the Bible belt and gun-loving stuff is just too much. Wasn't, wasn't a fit. No, no, I'm a Yankee at heart. Yeah, I can tell just from your first story. It sounds like you are. Yeah. Um. Favorite parts about living in the U.S.? I asked, like, all of you this question recently. Like, things that you like about it and then things you really miss from home. Whoever wants to start. Food. Food is, food is best or miss? No, miss. Miss. But also good. But there's well, food there's, here. Some food is really yes. good that I, you can't get in Germany exactly. or Europe. And then when you're in Europe, you're like, oh, my God, I missed this. I missed place. Yeah. Place, yeah. <laughs> no, I, the funny thing is when I thought I was going home, I was like... <laughs> How will I live without Chinese? Yeah. Chinese takeout? Yeah. yeah, or Mexican. Oh, that's no, true. Mexican, yeah. I mean, now they have or some versions of it. Huh. Oh, not in my village. <laughs> no, not in your village. But it's not the same. You're like, oh, my God, not what yeah. you call Chinese. Mm-hmm. It's not good. Yeah. What, do you, what about you, Anna? I don't know about food because I'm like a picky. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't miss your own. Well, it doesn't have to be. You don't food. miss your food from yeah. home. What do you I miss do. about home? I do, but I miss my family. Yeah. I don't miss my twin sister, brother. She's not at home. Like she's like, in another country. But like, I would say like family most. Like family and few friends more than like food. Because maybe yeah, I don't know. Like I I can make most of the things that I like. So I can make them for myself even here. Mm-hmm. But like food in general, yeah, maybe a few things. But like more than that, I miss my family mm-hmm. and my nieces. Since I've moved here, I have an access to, there's more. Well, the saying is Pollocks are like ants because we're everywhere. Well, that doesn't exactly apply. Well, we are everywhere, but not always. There is a access to like, you know, Polish deli or something. Mm. So here there's a Polish restaurant that I like in Brooklyn that I definitely love to go to deli up the street so mm-hmm. I don't miss it as much because you have some sort of there's, taste yeah, of home yeah and, that, and they're like legit from Poland they're not like made but right. you know to look like um, what I miss my grandpa who's 90 years old and kind of declining right now so I'm not sure if I'm going to see him again mm-hmm. I have a little different perspective because I've been here for 20 years mm-hmm. when there was no constant contact I felt like I was missing out because you know the letters took 3 weeks to get if they did get now, I don't feel like I'm missing out. I get 17 million pictures a day <laughs> of my nieces and nephews. I pretty much know everything that's going on. And so it's not the same feeling. Yet I miss, I kind of, you know what I miss them the most? When I'm leaving. Like when I go and visit and then I'm leaving, I'm like, oh, where do you want to be here? Maybe I, maybe it was a mistake. Then And then I come here, I'm like, no, I'm good. This is where yeah. I belong. You know, this is my home. But that's that's a weird feeling because I'm with them, I'm leaving, and that's when I miss them in that moment, like before I get on the plane or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like there's a couple of days you kind of get yeah. weird feelings. You will, you will experience that. Mm. Um, but um, 
Otherwise, there's I don't maybe I'm cold hearted, but I don't miss them because I have a constant contact. Mm-hmm. I don't know, are you? Yeah, it's yeah. the same. And you have Skype, and you see them yeah. all the time. Like I talk to my mom two hours every weekend, so. No, it's not the same as, you know, when you wouldn't yeah, have yeah, You're physically far away, but the technology has made it so easy yeah, to... Yeah, it's the same thing if you live in the U.S., you know, if you live across the coast or... Yeah, just like you will be across the country, it's right. the same thing. It's yeah. just... Yeah. In Germany. And, then, and Europe is so small yeah. that, like, like you know, you will be living in Colorado. We have two-hour difference, so that's probably between... Well, we don't even have time difference, um, yeah. maybe with you. I do. Yeah, I do. between our countries. So that's countries, I mean, and you're still in one country. So you'll be experiencing almost the same way. Like, if I like would being in Europe, like, with all these different states being different yeah. countries yeah. and cultures, like we said. like the you know, So the way you'll be keeping up with your friends, us... Yeah. And things will be FaceTiming you yeah. or bugging you or whatever. Yeah. There will be constant contact, just like we're sitting desk to desk, right. we're texting. Well, I can have it on my back again and put my hands in. Now, like, can I ask you a question? <laughs> <laughs> in the most polite way possible. Um, excuse me, can you help me? I'm like, well, of course I can. <laughs> um, oh, this is so interesting. Um, another question that comes to mind is how you kind of touched on this with the food thing, but like, what do you think, how does your culture and your background, um, play a role in your life today? What kind of, everybody has to take off their shoes when they come to <laughs> I agree with you. No, no shoes in my house. It will never, it will never change. It will never change. I, my landlord has been trained so well that he brings the little booties. <laughs> he covers his shoes with the little booties. So, the backstory, we talked about this once, how apparently, apparently in American, whatever, I hate saying American, but whatever, American culture, we wear our shoes inside. Apparently, Canadians don't, which I don't know why that would be different, but, and then you're saying in Europe, yeah, you don't wear we shoes don't. inside. No, no, this is disrespectful. Yeah. It's disrespectful. <laughs> it's rude. Okay. It's rude, yeah, because of and the you bring crap into somebody's yeah. home. So it's better to be like barefoot Absolutely. than to bring in your yeah. shoes. Yeah. And also, there's we, house shoes. House shoes. Yeah, yeah. House shoes. Yeah. What's a house in shoe? My high, in my high school, we had a very fancy computer room with new, ro- with new computers, and we had to take our shoes off in high school yeah. to go into that room. Like a regular regular classroom, like yeah. computers, but we had to take our shoes off, and everybody was fine with it. And you learn it from a you know from a young age on. Yeah, you always the first thing. Socks. The, yeah. Exactly the first. Well, my grandma always says, "Good socks, good underwear," because you never know you might die on the road. And then, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait, so, that is hilarious. That is, that's a rule that went by. But no, like the first thing you learn going to anybody's home as a kid. I remember take off your shoes. Yeah. Take off your shoes. What are, hands. And what are wash and wash your hands too? Wash oh. your hands, yeah. Yeah, before yeah. you touch anything. I mean, th- these. This makes so much sense. I don't. But know the why. reason you wash your hands is because every home you go to, they will serve you something. There's no way yeah. that you have to um, ask for water. They're like, "What do you want? Coffee, tea? Yeah. We have cookies." And there's always cookies. There, growing up, there was always cookies for guests. Yeah, even guests. Guests. Mom, can I? no, those are for guests. But we want the cookies. No, cookies. The guest cookies. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. 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 When she was like, we used to take down there. I was like, I have cookies. Do you want to have some cookies? Like, no. And then three days afterwards, those cookies were really good. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Wait, I've never heard that one before. Oh really? You always welcome people with food. Yes. Always. All right, Americans. Let's um. Let's fix this. this. And it's not like you go go look into my fridge if there's something. You do not touch people's fridge unless you're very close friends or family. And after a while, I now feel weird, you know, going to my mom's back home. They're like, well, just go in the fridge. I was like, well, I'm a guest. She's like, my dad is like, don't ever say you're a guest. This is your home. Oh, you know, yeah. But still, you kind of, you know, that yeah, stays with you. Yeah. You don't go looking for people's stuff. In Europe, we all do stuff. that. Yeah, definitely. We, we, you're very good host. You know, because it's always every home, no matter how many homes you go to, because yeah, we have to go around. So is it rude to, to not take these things? No. I mean, yes. I mean, you you should you should accept, yeah, like, accept something. Yeah, I, the country, I, I mean, well, you don't have to eat, but yeah. you always say thank you, mm-hmm. you know, for serving. You always accept tea or coffee or whatever they offer you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's <laughs> a rule. Somebody comes to your home, what, what can I get you? Yeah. You're like, you are the host of your home. I like that. Vera? Yeah, I was just going to say, it depends on the country. Like, my dad's from Bulgaria, and they're much more about the food. Like, in mm-hmm. Germany, it's not so much about food, I think. When, you're, when you have a guest. water and, like, maybe 
cookies, the best cookies. Yeah, but, yeah. but if you stay a couple hours, then that's dinner. I mean, if you, yeah. it's so you have to be supper. prepared to like, you know, oh, someone my, coming over mine is always feeding prepared. them. There's yeah. always, there could be like cold mm-hmm. cuts for sandwiches or like, you know, vegetables and you can do this and stuff like that. That's nice. Yeah, but it depends how, like, you know, it starts with a little dessert and coffee. And then if the, we would be sitting here and it comes out to a, a dinner because different, but the supper time, you'll get some food. But that's what I was just about to say. You said what's different, um, you know, the way you eat dinner. Like oh. we eat, we usually eat cold dinner. I don't know mm. if that's mm-hmm. Poland, yeah. Australia. We talked yeah. about it. You remember? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, well, like, well, like, well, dinner is dinner is at two, and then supper is what you're referring to, right? It's, well, yes, supper is yeah. like at seven. First of all, we yeah. eat later, like seven, eight-ish, and smaller, and smaller, and usually it's you know you eat what you would call a sandwich. Uh-huh. I always call it bread. You eat bread with cold cuts yeah. and cheese. And, yes. So that's a know, cold like final meal. Different yeah. because. Yeah. In my country, I don't know, I assume, like, in your countries, guys, as well, the main meal is lunch. Yeah. Which, is, which is called dinner. Yeah. Because we have Here. breakfast, second breakfast, dinner, which <laughs> yeah. is between 1 to 3 o'clock, exactly. and then supper, so And we call it lunch. It's, like, 1 to 3 p.m., and we don't eat late. Like, we don't eat, like, big dinners, like, at 8 p.m., 7 p.m. Unless it's a wedding, funeral, uh, yeah. or, you okay. know, christening. Do you guys okay. have siestas in your culture? Just wondering. No. When I was a kid, you had to take we a nap. We had to take naps until first grade. Just thinking because you eat a big meal, like. Lunch. But it's different because but you're active. Later. Just it's think different. about it: the potatoes and stuff, the heavy. Like when I started working in restaurants, I couldn't believe that people will have a thirty ounce steak. It's eight thirty, nine yeah. o'clock. <laughs> yeah, with potatoes loaded. You know this and that. I was like, and they're gonna go sleep. That's what I'm saying. It's just, it's just. Cut sliced bread, yeah, with sandwich with like Kaki. cheese and then, yeah. you know, yeah. cold cuts, maybe tomato on top, yeah. you know, yeah, and mozzarella. Mm-hmm. And then in Germany, I don't know if you guys do this, but we have uh, coffee and cake time at four o'clock. Yeah, yeah. So you have coffee and cake. Even when yes. I worked in an office, we yes, had, you it's know, tea time. It was yes. tea time. Tea time. Yes. And we wouldn't take any calls. <laughs> and like, Wait were, a sec. Write this one down. What? Tea time at four? Yeah, Two to four? Coffee time. Yeah, coffee time. Tea time, coffee time. Just like, you know, the British, they will have yes, the little, you know. Sounds, yeah, they sounds, have like the hearty stuff, like yeah. the sandwiches, and we have cookies. Yeah, cake. You cake, cake. Some, yeah. Like a yeah, coffee from cake a bakery. or something, yeah. From, from a German bakery. Exactly. <laughs> we do wow. This. So and we, kind of, that's why you don't get hungry, you know, because you have something at four o'clock and then you eat and not it, until seven. It or seems that we eat more, but there's not that obesity. It's like that's what my thing was. It's like smaller, 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 and, smaller portion, and like probably less travel. Oh, absolutely, less chemicals because yeah. they're not allowed. But, yeah. um, GMO. No GMO and all that. But when you travel, you've traveled. You know, the portions are small. Like I was mm-hmm. amazed how much food are wasted. Like when I was working with the host families, the kids like took a bite, like nah, 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 and mom would throw it away. My mom would not first not let me be picky. I would either have to eat it, would be in the fridge, and you'll eat it the next day. They never waste food. Mm. I mean, it's unbelievable how much food we're wasting mm-hmm. here. It's, yeah, that's why I, I stick to that in my house. Uh, buy so I can to eat. And the so, whole buying is different. Like here, people bulk. buy. Yeah, people yeah. buy in bulk. I thought this was fake too, by the way. When I saw that in TV shows, that they have those big, like, uh, like what is it, one gallon milk jugs? I yes. thought that was fake. Because you go buy milk, buy it. And in Germany, you can only buy one liter maximum. Yes. So do you, so do you think you, you go every day? So you go shopping like. Maybe more every frequently. Day, every day. You go for and fresh bread once a week, and you buy all the stuff yeah, for a month. And it's built. Yeah. It's pro- it's programmed to last because we're living farther away from the stores. I would say on average, yeah, maybe walk, perhaps we walk. You yeah, could we walk, walk to the yeah. store. That's why I never like accepted that. You know, like when I first like moved here permanently, I was like so desperate that I have to use car on a regular basis, yeah. like everywhere. If for example, if we go shopping and I forget one one small thing, you have to drive then back. I have to have to drive back, which is like annoying because I can yeah. never walk then, and I, I'm used to walking. That's why I would love to live in the city so I could go to bodega down the street or something. Yeah, it's really only in the cities where we have that. Yeah. like unless there's like a neighborhood things. market, but you I'm know. still adjusting to that. Like I still no. go for walks, like not like having like any aim. I just go for a walk. I like walking. I just go for a walk. 
people yeah. watch me like it was like yeah with my hands and you know like it's just like walking yeah. And it's good for you. walking. Yeah, speed walking. Exercise. No, 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 no. It's just, just, just like being just outdoors. Moving. It's a no- normal thing. Like after dinner, like with the families, they were like, yeah. let's go for a walk. Let's yeah. go for a walk to a zoo. Yeah, you go window shopping. Window shopping, yeah. 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 Walking like, with dog. I was like always walking my dog after dinner with my dad, like growing up. Like we, we would have like my dinner and then we would like take a dog for a walk for, for an hour. And then we would go like. Yeah, but you you can't do it because you have streets everywhere. It's not as safe. There's no walk path. Yeah, pavements. Pavements are different. Yeah, every city is built around parking lots. You know, around Mm -hmm. driving and parking lots. And in Europe, you know, there's whole regions of the inner city that are just closed off, which is usually cobblestone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, maybe like a delivery. They're like. Yeah, but city squares. Everybody just walks there. There's yeah. no, yeah. no pedestrian areas. You know? yeah. yeah, pedestrian area. So, because you guys are describing just a place I want to live where I don't need my car and I eat smaller <laughs> meals and I have tea, coffee break and uh, all these things. So, <laughs> what keeps you here and not there? Oh, Besides I your husband, <laughs> yeah. So let's just that would be like how we close this. Just, yeah, okay. let's talk about. Because I still love America, hmm. and I don't. I can't really imagine going back to Germany because people are nicer. Like you said, you know, we never really had you know discrimination and stuff. Mm-hmm. In Germany, I experienced more discrimination. Like I, I'm like blonde and you know stuff, but Very my German. dad's from Bulgaria. Oh, so you know, I was like one of the few people with brown eyes in my classroom you know and like people are like oh your wow. dad's bulgarian you're like not really german Ooh, even though no. i just speak no word of, Ger- of bulgarian right like, oh, yeah but really that goes german. through the history i guess yeah so i have that people are not as close-minded here you know people in germany are very like okay you have to be there at three o'clock if you're not then you know you're you're you know, useless you're done. yeah you're done <laughs> there's a lot of bureaucracy just to get like to you know start your own business or I don't know, to get a visa or whatever. Like, there's so much bureaucracy and people are just, like, yeah. very strict and mm-hmm. narrow-minded. You make a mistake, you have to re- reapply. And all yeah. This. Yeah, I, and I don't mess up. Even though everything is cleaner, people are also, like, really, like, judgmental if you're not. Like, I mean, I'm very clean, but, you know, if you just, I don't know, like, you drop a paper by accident, people will be like, oh, my God, let's call the police, you know? Yeah. So, <laughs> no, but really, they're, like, very... There's high strong, strong, you know, which, but that also can be good because they're so trashy here. Yeah, yeah a lot of well, yeah, areas. that's yeah. good. But you know, like other stuff, like I don't know. You think there's a little like, the less toilets? I don't know if there's in America, but in, in Poland, I mean, but um, the toilets here? No, but, yeah. no, but in Germany, if you go shopping and you, you know, you're pregnant or you have a little kid. Uh, you will go broke because you have to pay for the toilets everywhere. Yeah. And it will cost you 50 cents to go to the bathroom and then they have those cleaning ladies that stand there and collect the, the money and if you don't have 50 cents they like, you know, they really yell at you and yeah. they're like mean to you. Well, and the laser you get the money. <laughs> I always so forget great. about that when I travel and I never have coins because I feel like now it's like card and I have to pee so bad like yeah. I'm going somewhere and I'm like, God damn, girl. And sometimes they have machines so there's not even a... Yeah, it's so weird. Like you have no... Like, here in America, you see police everywhere, right? Like, there's so much security. Germany doesn't have that. I mean, it's a safer country, but still, we don't really have that. We'll take you 10 minutes to get the police, but they secure the back. In this country, like, you can walk <laughs> back in Europe. Like, and public transportation, you don't guys have oh unless God, like, that's in horrible. City yeah. or Washington, D.C., or, like, bigger cities, like, no public transportation. So if you don't have your own car, then you're stuck. Mm. Or have a friend that can give you a ride. Otherwise, that's like, true. you're just, like... Yeah, and it's also, like, a, it's a bad... It's a negative stereotype if you take the bus here. Yeah, it's like, it's oh, like, oh, oh, you're poor. But in, in other countries, it's like, you know, oh, you're you're it's easy because you don't have to, like, worry about, like, where you're going to park, <laughs> someone's going to steal your car, someone's going to scratch your car. It's yeah. nice and convenient. You can be anywhere, like, and in And here, every member of the family has oh, a car. Mm-hmm. Like, we, there were six of us, and we grew up with one car, and that's probably would be the same thing. You yeah, know? less pollution. Less pollution. And it's oh, because God. everything is smaller, we more come like you know compacted and the other day yes we talked about like engines like car engines like in Europe you can't drive like older car like we have like certain certification requirements yeah, Euro yeah, yeah. Euro Euro this and that and I and I talked to the car, car dealership guy and he's like oh six cylinders this and I was like 
oh my god, I would never like take yeah, that because those... like it's like you will never get insured. Yeah, and it's like it's polluting the the, the, the planet. It's you know like it's more than you need. Yeah, yeah. You have those stickers in Germany. If you don't have a green sticker, you're not allowed to drive like in downtown. Like, yeah, because your cities. vehicle yeah. is more polluting. Than like the green yeah. is a good one. Like if you don't yeah. have something as good and then like I see cars here like taped up with duct tape and they're on the road there's no check yeah there's you know if the car is too old too rusted and things like like, in Arkansas there's no emission tests and stuff like that but circling back to friendliness here friendly not as uh, friendly which I like because I don't like people in my business or like Mm -hmm. you know touch me in a weird way, but in down south, like you meet them five minutes later. Oh my god, you're my best friend. They hug you, and you know, and you're like, oh, my bubble, you know. Yeah. But now I have a question for you. Ooh, tables have turned. Uh, yes. Well, you know, you knew us, know us, and will know forever, um, for different lengths of time. Mm-hmm. How did we impact you? How did we open your mind? No, that's a great I mean, you're question. Well, you're well-traveled, so you're exposed to other people's. Yes, I'm exposed to other people's, but rarely do I get to be in such close quarters for, you know, 45 hours a week with people who have different backgrounds than I do. I personally love the influence of you guys. And, like, sometimes I feel like I'll make a joke, like, with your accent. <laughs> and I don't mean it in a bad way. Like, it just keeps me curious because you'll you'll say things in a different way are you, are you bringing these like kinder whatever and I'm like what's that and it leads to a story and it's like I feel like I'm the type of person that's just so interested in that and I think it I don't know it keeps me like my brain like, outside of this bubble that we live in and I've lived here my whole life so like the thought of not being around people that have that influence and background kind of scares me because I just I really like the influence. I think uh, you and I, you have to get used to me because you were, you were yes, not getting me at the true. beginning. Yeah, and there's some things that like take adjusting, right? Like yeah. um, senses of humor, <laughs> tones of voice. Like, Vera, I'm going to call you out. Not in a bad way. But what? you used to come in and never say hi or bye. And people yes. were like, is Vera like happy? What we found out later is there's nothing to do with that. And we, in, in American culture, it's like, hi, everyone. Bye, everyone. Take care. Maybe, right? I'm generalizing. How do you do? But in the beginning, I was like, I don't know. Vera doesn't like me because she's so quiet. She doesn't say hi in the morning, which now I obviously don't even think about anymore. But at first, and the same thing with you, Patricia, you like your sense of humor, especially when Anna started, you made some jokes like, about the job or like are you coming back or things like that and I was like don't say that like we Anna you're gonna come back right like I was like I didn't get it and she totally got it so you guys are on the same page I'm like okay well you and I butted heads sometimes when like we misunderstood each other I was like that's not what I mean (laughs) but I think we got better friends but I I think it's kind of good to be challenged right like as opposed to just sitting there like vibing all the because time because you can't vibe with everybody all the time time yes you have True. different moods different situations yeah, different from home or yeah. somebody pissed you off and then right. you know you step in and yeah. and, and you're, you're like different oh. at the end yeah. of the day you know like but we as long as we but I think the high and bye thing is just a me thing <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny well, today I was surprised because I always say hi to Sharon and then I'll say hi I was like Oh, I didn't know their bald head was here. So it's funny because you. Because um, I got called out on that in Germany too. Really? Like, oh, you didn't say it. Okay, so I think it's just Germany. Germany. But, no, but they, they were like, oh, you didn't say it too. It's just like, I don't. Also, sometimes don't do it. These two you know, told me I had to make an invite on the calendar to get you to, to believe that we were doing this. Is that true? Um, yeah. Like an official appointment, which is fine. Officially. officially. <laughs> so, like, I wouldn't have thought of that. And they're like, well, make an invite. And I was like, make oh, it, okay. Make it proper. So, that's what I love. Like, back to your question. I just think it's so interesting. And I, from, I mean, I live in New Zealand, which the cultural difference and language difference wasn't so drastic at all. But I was living with most Europeans. Like, it, the town I lived in was all people from England, mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, and Germany, I, would, I guess. And I don't know from where else. But... It just, I just think it's so important that we like just find this common ground and like can talk about things and just, it's so, it makes life so much more interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm so bored with other people. So thanks I for think, being my friends. I think <laughs> for the closing, yeah. I think um, each of us, 
should, should say like two, three sentences in our own languages. <gasps> Hell yeah. What we wish um, Natalie on her new adventure. Right. Okay. Oh my okay. gosh, this All is right. so great. I'll start. This is my idea. <laughs> okay. Natalia. That will be your name in Polish. Natalia, życzę Ci powodzenia w nowym życiu, w Twojej nowej przygodzie. I mam nadzieję, że będziemy przyjaciółkami po długi, długi czas. I'm gonna cry. I don't even know what she's saying. I'm crying myself. <laughs> <laughs> you might find somebody who will translate uh, someday that. Someday I'm gonna have to. That's yeah. what I have to do. Should we say right. what we say? <laughs> no. No, no, don't tell me. Okay. Natati. Um, viel Spaß auf deiner Reise. Wir werden dich ganz doll vermissen. Wir wünschen dir ganz viel Glück und wir werden dich um, nicht vergessen. Oh. I, I understand. I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> I understand a lot of it. Did you? I don't okay. say. Okay, so my turn. <clears throat> Serbian, though. Mm-hmm. Okay. Natalie, želim ti se najbolje u tvojoj predstavljajućoj aventuri. Želim ti da budeš srećna, zadovoljna i ispunjena, da dobiješ sve što želiš u ovom životu. Da te ta tvoja zvezda sili tu uvek vodi kroz ceo život i doži ispunjeno. Ti se služuješ najbolje. Mnogo ćeš nam nedostajati i sigurno ćemo patiti za tobom, ali ćemo ti doći sigurno u posjetu. Volimo ti puno i nemojte zaboraviti. Ja, me too. We'll see you. We'll see you. Yeah, we'll, I'll see you soon. Thank you, Natalie. Oh, thanks, guys. This was so fun. nice. This was really fun. Yeah. We'll oh see you tomorrow. Yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. Okay, bye. Back to work. Just kidding. <laughs>